Welcome to Safe Dividend Investing. My name is Ian Duncan McDonald. I am the author of Safer, Better Dividend Investing. Today, podcast number 10 is t- entitled Who Speaks for Soft Directed Investors? <laughs> Recently, I read an article by an investment advisor who reported that he held an FCA designation and had 25 years of experience in dealing with individual investors. He said he saw his role as a coach, helping investors ignore Wall and Bay Street hype and hysteria. As he sees it, only investment advisors can protect investors from themselves. Without his help, he sees ignorant, self-directed investors chase after superior stock returns in the market just as the market has started to decline. These amateurs, he feels, are ignorant, have tax ramifications, are often foolishly investing for entertainment. Unfortunately, this advisor missed the biggest mistake that ill-informed investors make. As I see it, when an investor gives access to their money to an advisor, they are immediately creating the potential for that advisor to use that money in their own self-interest, not the investors. He never touched upon the seemingly daily reporting of investment advisor thefts of a client money, nor all the legal but murky ways that investment advisors can siphon off your money. For example, every full-service client must agree to their investment dealer's full-service fee schedule. These are just some of the fees they must agree to. Operating fees, such as custody fees, interest charges on debit balances, fees for managed and fee-based programs, transaction fees, foreign transaction tax, issuer commissions, service fees, fee for managing funds, deferred sales charges, referral fees, foreign currency, conversion charges, and so on. It should be noted that self-directed investors are shielded from almost all of these fees. The advisor did not totally ignore investment advisor fees. In his article, he acknowledged them by saying, the financial regulators require us to disclose them. He never got into the reality that investment advisors do get charged with theft by their, of their clients' money. For example, a police press release was issued on March 24th. It read, The Halton Regional Police Service Fraud Unit has arrested a Burlington man in relation to a fraud investigation. The accused was an investment industry professional who worked for a financial company that was registered with the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada, 
which is usually known as IROC. Between 2011 and 2016, two victims invested a total of approximately $1.6 million with the accused to purchase insurance and other investments. The accused diverted the funds he received from the victims to his own bank account. Almost every day, I receive releases from IROC, listing numerous settlements, hearings, penalty decisions, and adjournments, and also appearances before disciplinary committees. The information is public record. You can request to be put on their daily emails. Every quarter, the regulatory board releases statistics. The number of incidents being reported in 2020 were almost 20% higher than the incidents in 2019. They went from 1,107 to 1,353. The 2019 figures had only increased by about 2% over the 2018 figures. The most interesting figure is how many of these complaints resulted in criminal charges. Out of the 1,353 complaints, only two individuals were criminally charged. I believe this is 0.007%. How is this possible? Is it because this industry self-regulates itself? Do those sitting in judgment say to themselves in their rulings, there but by the grace of God go I? Of course, the investment dealers only bring malpractice incidents to the attention of this regulatory body when I quote, a dealer member receives a written complaint or criminal charges are laid against a dealer member or when a securities related civil claim is brought by a client. Of the 1,353 cases, does this mean that 1,351 were frivolous? How many complaints, complainants did not know they must file a written complaint? How many investors are not even aware to what extent their funds are being siphoned off by the investment advisors? How many clients take the time to even look closely at their monthly investment statements? Let us put it into perspective. If you stole a $55,000 car, you think you might end up in jail. What happens when an investment advisor steals 55000 of a client's money? Does the following sum up what thieves the investment industry can expect? This article appeared in the St. Catharines, Ontario from the Canada Newswire. Following a penalty hearing held on March 9th of 2021, a hearing panel of the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada imposed the following penalty on Dean Martin Jenkins. A permanent prohibition from the registration with IROC. Disgorgement in the amount of $55,400. In an earlier decision dated December 18, 2020, the hearing panel found that Mr. Jenkins facilitated the off-book purchase of high-risk syndicated mortgage investments for several clients. 
He also failed to tell his employer about the transactions. IROC formally initiated the investigation into Mr. Jenkins' conduct in October 2018. The violations occurred while he was a registered representative with the St. Catharines branch of Edward Jones, an IROC-regulated firm. Mr. Jenkins is no longer a registrant with an IROC-regulated firm. It took them three years to reach this penalty. It seems that the advice of investment advisors would be far more effective if they concentrated on warning investors to watch out for crooked investment advisors instead of behaving like a coach and protecting investors from their poor investment practices. Many self-directed investors are self-directed because they've been burned by their relationship with investment advisors. With all the inexpensive, easily accessible internet tools now available, it takes a little effort to construct a self-directed portfolio. A portfolio that will generate both a generous income and good capital gains, plus prevent investment advisors from helping themselves to the investor's life savings. I am one of the many investors burned to the tune of several hundred thousand dollars by my relationship with an investment advisor. That experience motivated me to learn how to invest simply, safely, and well. Through the investment books I have authored, I've helped others gain control of their portfolios. Although they may have some expertise, investment advisors are never going to hurt their income potential by teaching the public how to self-invest. I found that many of them have limited understanding of serious self-directed investing. Isn't it time that self-directed investing was added to every high school student's curriculum to protect them from the investment sharks that we'll most certainly encounter. I would be very interested in hearing from anyone who has a topic that they would like me to talk about. I've got many topics that interest me, but it's more important that I talk about things that interest you. So please contact me by sending an email to ianduncanmcdonald at hotmail.com. Thank you. Goodbye.